June 28th, Memorial of St. Irenaeus, Bishop and Martyr. St. Irenaeus was born around the year 130. Educated at Smyrna, he became the disciple of St. Polycarp, bishop of that city. In the year 177, he was ordained a priest at Lyon in France, and shortly thereafter was made bishop of that city. He composed works defending the Catholic faith against errors of the Gnostics, and it is said that he received the martyr's crown around the year 200. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Faith of our fathers, faith and prayer, shall win all the nations unto thee. And through the truth that comes from God, mankind shall then indeed be free. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. Faith of our fathers, we will love both friend and foe in all our strife, and preach thee too as love knows how, by kindly deeds and virtuous life. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true true to thee till death. Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples, this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations, put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand. Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish, for suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can you say to my soul, fly like a bird to its mountain? See the wicked are bracing their bow. They are fixing their arrows on the string to shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed. What can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world. His gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the the just and the wicked, the lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. Lord, hear a cause that is just. Pay heed to my cry. Turn your ear to my prayer. No deceit is on my lips. 
From you may my judgment come forth. Your eyes discern the truth. You search my heart. You visit me by night. You test me and you find in me no wrong. My words are not sinful as are men's words. I kept from violence because of your word. I kept my feet firmly in your paths. There was no faltering in my steps. I am here and I call. You will hear me, O God. Turn your ear to me. Hear my words. Display your great love, you whose right hand saves your friends from those who rebel against them. Guard me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the violent attack of the wicked. My foes encircle me with deadly intent. Their hearts tight shut, their mouths speak proudly. They advance against me, and now they surround me. Their eyes are watching to strike me to the ground as though they were lions ready to claw or or like some young lion crouched in hiding. Lord, arise, confront them, strike them down. Let your sword rescue my soul from the wicked. Let your hand, O Lord, rescue me from men, from men whose reward is in this present life. You give them their fill of your treasures. They rejoice in abundance of offspring and leave their wealth to their children. As for me and my justice, I shall see your face and be filled when I awake with the sight of your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. I have known tribulation and distress, but in your commands I have found consolation. A reading from the second book of Samuel. David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up into one of the cities of Judah? The Lord replied to him, Yes. Then David asked, Where shall I go? He replied, To Hebron. So David went up there, accompanied by his two wives, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David also brought up his men with their families, and they dwelt in the cities near Hebron. Then the men of Judah came there and anointed David king of the Judahites. A report reached David that the men of Jabesh-Gilead had buried Saul. So David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh-Gilead and said to them, May you be blessed by the Lord for having done this kindness to your Lord Saul in burying him. And now may the Lord be kind and faithful to you. I too will be generous to you for having done this. Take courage, therefore, and prove yourselves valiant men, for though your Lord Saul is dead, the Judahites have anointed me their king. Abner, son of Ner, Saul's general, took Ishbaal, son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim, where he made him king over Gilead, the Asherites, Jezreel, Ephraim, Benjamin, and the rest of Israel. Ishbaal, son of Saul, was forty years old when he became king over Israel, and he reigned for two years. The Judahites alone followed David. In all, David spent seven years and six months in Hebron as king of the Judahites. There followed a long war between the house of Saul and that of David, in which David grew stronger, but the house of Saul weaker. Sons were born to David in Hebron. His firstborn, Amnon of Anioam from Jezreel, the second, Chaleab of Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel, the third, Absalom, son of Makkah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur, 
the fourth, Adonijah, son of Haggith, the fifth, Shephatiah, son of Abital, and the sixth, Ithream, of David's wife Eglah. These were born to David in Hebron. The royal scepter shall not pass from Judah, nor the kingly mace from between his feet, until the coming of the one I have promised you, he will be the desire of nations. Your brothers shall praise you, your father's sons shall bow down and worship before you. Until the coming of the one I have promised you, he will be the desire of nations. A reading from the Treatise Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus, Bishop. The glory of God gives life. Those who see God receive life. For this reason, God, who cannot be grasped, comprehended, or seen, allows himself to be seen, comprehended, and grasped by men, that he may give life to those who see and receive him. It is impossible to live without life, and the actualization of life comes from participation in God, while participation in God is to see God and enjoy his goodness. Men will therefore see God if they are to live. Through the vision of God they become immortal and attain to God himself. As I have said, this was shown in symbols by the prophets. God will be seen by men who bear his spirit and are always waiting for his coming. As Moses said in the book of Deuteronomy, On that day we shall see, for God will speak to man, and man will live. God is the source of all activity throughout creation. He cannot be seen or described in his own nature and in all his greatness by any of his creatures. Yet he is certainly not unknown. Through his word, the whole creation learns that there is one God the Father, who holds all things together and gives them their being. As it is written in the Gospel, No man has ever seen God except the only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father. He has revealed Him. From the beginning, the Son is the one who teaches us about the Father. He is with the Father from the beginning. He was to reveal to the human race visions of prophecy, the diversity of spiritual gifts, His own ways of ministry, the glorification of the Father, all in due order and harmony, at the appointed time and for our instruction. Where there is order, there is also harmony. Where there is harmony, there is also correct timing. Where there is correct timing, there is also advantage. The Word became the steward of the Father's grace for the advantage of men, for whose benefit he made such wonderful arrangements. He revealed God to men and presented men to God. He safeguarded the invisibility of the Father to prevent man from treating God with contempt and to set before him on a constant goal toward which to make progress. On the other hand, he revealed God to men and made him visible in many ways to prevent man from being totally separated from God and so cease to be. Life in man is the glory of God. The life of man is the vision of God. If the revelation of God through creation gives life to all who live upon the earth, much more does the manifestation of the Father through the Word give life to those who see God. True teaching was in his mouth. No evil was ever found on his lips. He walked with me in goodness and in peace. My hand will be a steady help to him. My arm will give him strength. He walked with me in goodness and in peace. Let us pray. Father, you called a Saint Irenaeus to uphold your truth and bring peace to your church. By his prayers, renew us in faith and love, 
that we may always be intent on fostering unity and peace. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.